It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a true story, but the opinions of people interviewed or talked to are just that, opinions, not facts, unless stated otherwise. Opinions stated by witnesses are not to be seen as the opinions of the Sweetiana Project or anyone working for the podcast, and the credibility of those opinions is to be determined by the listener. Everyone is presumed innocent until proven otherwise in a court of law. This is a story of eight women all killed and dumped around the small town of Jennings, Louisiana. This is a story of unanswered questions. The story of families looking for answers and closure. This is the story of one Swedish journalist and one podcaster from Indiana, teaming up in a project and quest to find some of these answers. Our story will start on May 20th, 2005. But when it ends, if it ends, will some of these questions still be unanswered? This is the Sweetie Anna Project, Season 1. Welcome everybody to this episode of the Sweetie Anna Project. I do apologize about the delay. I had some uh, technical difficulties when I went to record this the last time, so I had to re-record it. I will also be flying solo on this episode. So, my name is Justin, and today we're going to be talking about victim number one, Loretta Chasson Lewis. A little bit about her past and personal info. She married Murphy Lewis in March of 2000. And it should be known that Murphy Lewis is the brother of Alvin Lewis, who was with the fourth victim, Whitney Dubois. Murphy Lewis and Loretta did have two sons together. He is on record as saying that she would occasionally take weekend trips with friends and do drugs. Then it turned into an everyday habit and she would eventually disappear for days going on benders and stuff like that. She was in and out of jail quite a bit after the drugs took hold, you know, minor offenses for the most part. In 2004, her husband talked her into going into an outpatient drug rehab facility, but she left after only a week, and because of that, her and her husband separated. On March 6, 2005, she stole a checkbook out of a truck and wrote three checks for $54, $265, and $226. One of the checks was made out to a local grocery store called Hansen's Superfoods, and a receipt shows that the bulk of her purchases were cigarettes. Hansen's turned over the surveillance footage to law enforcement officials, and Loretta was arrested shortly thereafter. 
In a videotaped interview with the sheriff's office, Loretta admitted to taking the checks but insisted it was all part of a routine cash-for-sex arrangement. Loretta ended up being charged with theft and forgery. She also had an outstanding cocaine possession charge, and she was looking at about three years in prison. On April 11, 2005, a letter to the district attorney's office from Loretta's attorney, a guy named David Marchantel, pleaded for leniency, citing her mental and physical health problems. He said, quote, you have her pleading to simple possession of cocaine. Suspended all but three years is very harsh. Loretta, who is in jail on a bench warrant for missing court, has tuberculosis and takes 12 kinds of medicine for her TB, anxiety, bipolar disorder, cough, breathing difficulties, and depression. I am asking that she be allowed to plead to simple possession of cocaine, get a suspended sentence, Paris jail time for four months with credit for inpatient substance abuse treatment. She has no prior felonies. She has done three weeks in jail on these charges. I would like to get her out of jail and into substance abuse treatment as soon as possible, if you will agree. End quote. Well, it did work. She was given a six-month prison sentence. Four months out of that six months was suspended, and she served 60 days plus that three weeks that she had already served. Now, when Loretta was in jail for passing bad checks, now, this is alleged, a cellmate overheard her having sex with a guy named Deputy Terry Guillory in the cell on the bottom bunk. Loretta later admitted to friends that she had sex with Deputy Guillory regularly while in and out of jail and loretta is said to have bragged about this to friends you know she had no qualms about saying it and like i said she had her one friend who was her cellmate who actually overheard it as well so you know you take that information as you will now after loretta gets out of jail on may 15th 2005 Loretta's husband sees her for the last time. She had came to his house after a multi-day bender. She was hungry, exhausted, and broke. Lewis gave her some money to buy herself some chicken from Popeye's. She took the cash. She thanked him for being a good daddy to their sons, then walked over to a place called Tina's Bar, which was a pretty rough reputation. And to be honest, from a couple sources that I do have down around the Jennings area, uh, they totally confirmed that South Jennings in itself is pretty rough. It's pretty, pretty rough, let alone any kind of bar, you know, around South Jennings. So it is what it is. Now, she was last seen on May 17th, 2005. In the morning, she was seen getting into the vehicle of Frankie Richard at the Phillips 66 gas station. Later that day, she was seen doing cocaine with Frankie Richard and a guy named Jermaine Washington, and they were all at the Boudreaux Inn. Now, the Boudreaux Inn was a common place for drugs and sex work, and it will come up a lot in most of these cases. Now, also present, the last day she was seen there was Laconia Brown, who was victim number five, and Nicole Guillory who was victim number eight. 
We will talk more about the Boudreaux Inn eventually. It is a pretty interesting place, and it shared some pretty interesting ownership back in the day. So uh, I do believe it's closed down now, though. But on May 20th, Deputy Terry Guillory goes to the home of a woman named Barb Deschotel, and this is on West Division Street. So Guillory, when he gets to Deschotel's house, asks her if she had seen Loretta. He told her that he believed she was missing, but the thing about it was, there are no records that state she was ever reported missing, and that's with city and parish law enforcement. So Deschotel obviously was kind of, you know, wondering, it's like, you know, nobody has ever reported her missing, like, why are you coming around asking where she is and saying that she might be missing? So later that morning, a guy named Jerry Jackson is fishing from the bridge on Grand Marais Canal, which is a few miles southwest of Jennings, and he sees a body floating in the water. At first, he thinks it's a mannequin because uh, apparently there had been some stolen recently in the area. So that's, you know, he kind of thought that's what it was. He gets a closer look and realizes it's a real body. He calls 911 at 11.46 a.m. About five minutes later, law enforcement shows up and they pull out the body of Loretta Chasson Lewis. She was identified by fingerprints. The body did show signs of decomposition. They estimated that she was probably killed a few days prior. And they believe that she was killed probably on the 17th. She was partially clothed, which I've read varying reports. Some say she was wearing blue jeans and a white blouse. Um, she had no shoes on, though. And like I had stated, she had showed advanced signs of decomposition. She had no visible injuries other than a small patch of blood on her scalp. The coroner believed the cause of death was asphyxiation. But the cause of death was left undetermined because there was quote-unquote no evidence of significant injuries. The toxicology report came out, and in her system they found cocaine, Zoloft, Celexa, and she had a blood alcohol level of .16, which is two times the legal limit. Now, according to Ethan Brown, who is the journalist and author of Murder in the Bayou, some investigators believed that she was suffocated by Jermaine Washington while at the Boudreaux Inn, and supposedly Nicole Guillory and Laconia Brown watched as this happened, but they couldn't actually do anything about it because they would be killed too which, unfortunately, eventually does happen. Now, the odd thing about this is it does kind of match the manner of death. Like I said, the coroner believed she was asphyxiated. There were no significant injuries. So, you know, that does kind of make a little bit of sense. But obviously, we don't know what investigators said that to Ethan Brown. So that's kind of unconfirmed. It should also be known that apparently Guillory had a reputation often of sleeping with women and letting them out of trouble or jail. You know, I kind of find the letting them out of jail hard to believe, which I have heard so many stories about the actual Jennings PD. Now, I've heard from a couple sources that are from Jennings that say it's pretty much the Wild West and the cops do what they want. So, on the other hand, it wouldn't surprise me at all. 
Now, there are a few questions that I do have about this case, one of which being, how did Guillory know where Loretta Lewis lived? Barb Deschotel, I have seen some comments from her in the Facebook group, uh, the Unsolved Jennings 8. A lot of these people are in that group. It wouldn't surprise me if there were fake accounts in this group as well. You just never know. But she had stated in there that Terry Guillory knew she was living there because when she got out of jail, that's where he dropped her off at. So there's a bit of information right there. And also, why was he coming around looking for her when technically she was never reported missing by anybody to any form of law enforcement? It's uh, pretty questionable. It's pretty interesting facts. Some other strange things that I do question as well, you know, that I find kind of odd or suspicious are that Barb Deschatel, you know, being her roommate, her friend, like they were close enough friends. They shared everything together. Okay. Uh, clothes, makeup, everything. Uh, she was never questioned about anything during this investigation which I do kind of find odd. I, I really do. And Loretta's husband, Mr. Lewis, was never questioned either. Now, as us folks in the true crime genre know, the spouse, when somebody comes up missing or is, you know, found dead, the spouse is usually the very first person questioned. Murphy Lewis says that he was never, ever questioned, not once, during this entire investigation. Now, if you ask me if that's true, if that is true, you gotta admit, that's kind of odd. Usually the spouse or the roommate, whatever the, you know, the situation might be, the living situation, usually those are the first people questioned and, um... Murphy Lewis attains that he was never questioned at all during the investigation into her death, as well as Deschatel. She never was either. So um, I guess with that being said, for those of you who do want to reach out to me, if you want to be interviewed, come on the podcast. You can email me at sweetianaproject at gmail.com. So just type in sweetianaproject at gmail.com. You can also go to the, to the website, sweetiana.com. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter as well. It's pretty easy to find. Just type in those two words. And we also do have a Facebook page as well. So anybody with any information, you guys know what to do. And uh, we can grant you anonymity. That's not a problem at all. I guess with that being said, we'll be seeing you next time. Sweetie Ella, sweetie Ella, sweetie Ella.